This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We've got some freezing fog out, 30 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday, the 9th of January, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. The clouds you're seeing now will go away. We'll see sunshine this afternoon, high in the mid-50s. Overnight, 37 under clear skies, sunny and 61 Tuesday. Tuesday night's low, 49 with mostly cloudy skies, but no mention of any rainfall. It'll be partly sunny Wednesday, up to 69, and then here comes the rain. Wednesday night, we've got a 60% chance of showers, maybe even a thunderstorm. Mostly cloudy skies, a low of 47 with gusty winds. Thursday, slight chance of rain till about noontime. It'll turn mostly sunny in the afternoon, but we'll have some gusty winds. Clear and windy Thursday night, low 32 and sunny and windy on Friday with a high of 50. Right now, some freezing fog and 30 degrees at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day, Matt Zimmerman at Kuntz Electric. One obituary announcement this morning. Josephine Teresa Hanky Long, age 86 of Moralton, died on Sunday, January 1st. Visitation will be this afternoon at 1 at the Harris Chapel, followed by the funeral service at 2. Burial will be at Elmwood Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton, and in lieu of flowers, the family asked that donations be made to the Conway County Care Center. 7.32, now news. Arkansas State Police are conducting an internal review and investigation into the death of a Faulkner County man who fled from state troopers early Sunday morning. 53-year-old Scotty Helton was pronounced dead at the scene. According to state police, Faulkner County Sheriff's deputies attempted to make a traffic stop on Helton's vehicle, for reckless and erratic driving around 1 a.m., at which point Helton allegedly fled. Faulkner County deputies and officers with the Conway Police Department pursued the suspect into the city limits of Conway and on Faulkner County backroads. Law enforcement officers were reportedly fired upon by Helton multiple times within the pursuit. State troopers joined the pursuit and successfully deployed spike strips on State Highway 89. With deflated tires, Helton reached the intersection of State Highway 89 and Interstate 40, where he struck a concrete curb, causing the vehicle to come to a rest. During the course of the encounter, Helton reportedly brandished a gun, leading three state troopers and one Mayflower police officer to fire their service weapons. Troopers attempted to render medical aid, but Helton succumbed to his injuries on the scene. Special agents of the Arkansas State Police Criminal Investigation Division are conducting an investigation into the use of deadly force by the officers involved. Consistent with Arkansas State Police policy, three state troopers have been placed on paid administrative leave as the investigation continues. The Conway Police Department is investigating a shooting incident that happened early Sunday morning in the 1900 block of Keithley Drive. Police say three individuals are being treated for gunshot wounds at area hospitals. The department says... It is actively working to identify a suspect in the case. If you have any information about the incident, you're asked to call 501-450-6120. Authorities believe this to be an isolated incident and say there's no reasonable suspicion of a threat to the general public at this time. Approaching 735, we have freezing fog, 30 degrees at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 56 as the fog burns off. And the clouds move out of the way, leaving some sunshine this afternoon. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment.
Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, 736. 30 degrees with some freezing fog. After running a campaign heavily focused on national politics and her time as President Trump's spokeswoman, Sarah Huckabee Sanders says she wants to keep her attention on Arkansas. She takes charge as the state's 47th governor. Sanders will be sworn in Tuesday, becoming the first woman governor of Arkansas. She's also ascending to the post her father, Mike Huckabee, held for more than a decade. Sanders, who served nearly two years as White House press secretary, is the best-known former Trump official to assume elected office. Keeping the focus on Arkansas will be tested as she embraces legislative priorities that include overhauling the state's education system, cutting income taxes, and adopting new public safety measures. During a campaign visit to Moralton in September, Sanders told KVOM one of the main things she'll focus on early in her administration is education reform, with a focus on improving childhood literacy rates. Right now, 31% of Arkansas third graders are reading at or above a third grade reading level. And we know that if a kid isn't reading by the time they're in third grade, there's a 70% chance that they will have a lifetime in poverty. And only 31% of Arkansas third graders are meeting that basic benchmark. So that has to be a huge focus for our state is improving our childhood literacy, helping put kids on a better path to success. Sanders said her education reform measure would also include a pay raise for teachers. She has not proposed a specific pay hike amount, though House and Senate committees have recommended $4,000 teacher raises. Sanders said she also hopes to begin fulfilling her promise to phase out the state income tax. It's not going to be something that happens overnight. It's going to be a process. And one of the best things we can do is grow our own economy, um, but also look at how we get rid of the waste, fraud, and abuse that exists within state government. We also need to look at things that modernize our state government uh, system. So it's not any one thing, but it's a collection of different things that allow us, if we focus on tightening our belts a little, stopping the growth of government, then we can pass that saving on to the taxpayer. The incoming governor's agenda also includes public safety measures, with Sanders supporting a new prison and a truth in sentencing law. And she wants to look at work requirements for the state's Medicaid expansion, despite a federal judge blocking such a requirement. A Perry County man is among the final appointments to state boards and commissions made by Governor Asa Hutchinson. Billy Doyle Young of Bigelow was appointed to the Department of Human Services State Institutional System Board for a term that expires June 30th of 2028. In another appointment announced Friday by Governor Hutchinson, Clayton McCall of Russellville was appointed district judge for the 8th Judicial District. McCall replaces embattled Judge Don Bourne, who announced his retirement effective January 7th following a series of allegations of judicial misconduct. McCall's term began Sunday and runs through December 31st of 2024. Other appointments and reappointments include Melanie Gullick of Conway to the Arkansas Veterans Commission, Quincy McKinney of Conway to the Arkansas Public Defender Commission, 
Carol Cruz of Conway to the Arkansas Alcohol and Drug Abuse Coordinating Council, John Allison of Conway to the Board of Trustees of the State Police Retirement System, Scott Allsbrook of Conway to the Arkansas Geographic Information Systems Board, Amanda Ferguson of Damascus to the Marine Sanitation Advisory Committee, and Jonathan Brown of Russellville to the Department of Human Services State Institutional System Board. The Moralton City Council will hold its first regular meeting of 2023 tonight. Among the items on the agenda for members to consider, a resolution to proceed with eminent domain proceedings for a lot on Stevens and Tennessee Avenue. Also on the agenda, approval of an IT maintenance agreement with Chris Long. Approval of a contract for professional services between the City of Moralton and the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce and Conway County Economic Development Corporation and approval of the mayor's appointments and reappointments to city council committees and city commissions. The meeting starts at 6 p.m. at Moralton City Hall. The South Conway County School District's Board of Education will also hold its first meeting of the new calendar year tonight, where members will consider an update to the 2022-23 district calendar and hear reports on building learning data and board training hours. That meeting also starts at 6 p.m. and will be held at the superintendent's office in Moralton. Some reminders from our community calendar for you now. The Arkansas Game and Fish Commission is holding a hunter education course this Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, 4.30 to 8 p.m. each day at the Moralton High School cafeteria. Registration is required. Attendees must attend all three nights. For registration information or more questions, call 501-251-1083. The Moralton Knights of Columbus will meet Tuesday night at 7 at the Hall on North Cedar Street. UACCM is offering a real estate sales pre-licensed non-credit course Thursday nights, January 19th through May 11th. The registration fee is $450 and the class will be limited to 25 students. The deadline to register is this Thursday. You can visit uaccm.edu. Registration for Moralton Parks and Recreation Women's Volleyball League is underway through January 17th. Individuals or teams can sign up at the Moralton Community Center on Harding Street It's for ages 16 and older. The fee is $250 a team. The season begins January 23rd. Meanwhile, registration is underway for Parks and Rec's new adult dodgeball league. That registration continues through February 3rd. That league open to men and women 16 and up, $150 per team. Games will be played Thursday nights beginning February 16th. Registration can be completed at the Moralton Community Center. For details on dodgeball or volleyball, you can call 501-354-4122. Well, we know that you want to keep up with what's happening in your community. We also know that our busy lives sometimes make it impossible for us to listen to KVOM's Newswatch as it airs at 7.30. That's why we created the KVOM Newswatch podcast. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. We post it each weekday morning, and it's brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Coming up on 743, we have some freezing fog, 30 degrees at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, 
you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Cave Homes Newswire Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Junior Layla Terry scored 18 points and Wonderview's senior girls basketball team overcame a nine-point halftime deficit to defeat Concord 65-55 in a non-conference game on Friday night in Wonderview. Seniors Manny Stovall and Abby Baker added 13 points apiece and Junior Anna Ford put in 12 for the Lady Daredevils to improve their record to 14-7 with the win. In senior boys action, senior Sam Reynolds scored 29 points to lead Wonderview to a 72-49 victory over the Pirates. Senior Tyler Gottsmuller followed with 17 points, and Senior Matt Bingham kipped in 11 as the Daredevils improved their record to 17-5. Concord won the junior boys game 40-31. Wonderview will resume 1A4 conference play on Tuesday against Scranton. Nemo Vista's senior high team split their non-conference games with Timbo on the road Friday night. The girls won 50-19 to improve their record to 13-7. The boys lost 69-63 to fall to 11-10 on the season. Nemo Vista will resume 1A4 conference play at Guy Perkins on Tuesday. Sager Hart is back in action tonight with non-conference games at Mount Vernon Enola. They'll play senior high games only with a girls game at 6 p.m. followed by the boys. And we'll have the broadcast of those games for you live here on KVOM FM 101.7 online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app. Marlton's 7th grade and junior high teams are also in action this evening. The 7th grade girls and boys teams play at home against Russellville starting at 4.30 p.m. The 8th and 9th grade teams play at Russellville also starting at 4.30. The 13th ranked University of Arkansas men's team lost to number 22 Auburn 72-59 on the road Saturday night. Marlton's Joseph Pinion played 14 minutes off the bench for the Razorbacks and had one rebound and one steal but did not score in the game. Fellow freshman Anthony Black led Arkansas with 23 points. The Razorbacks are now 12-3 overall, 1-2 in Southeastern Conference play. They'll host number 7 Alabama on Wednesday. The Arkansas women's team dominated Missouri and went over the Tigers on the road Sunday afternoon. With that win, Arkansas is now 16-3 overall, 3-1 in the Southeastern Conference. The Razorbacks are now off until they host Vanderbilt next Monday. The University of Central Arkansas women's team beat Eastern Kentucky 71-57 on Saturday in Conway for the Sugar Bears' first A-Sun Conference win of the season. UCA men lost Austin P 86-62 on Saturday and are now 0-4 in conference play. You can hear Bears basketball again on Thursday on our sister station, 92.7 Jack FM. The Henderson State women's team lost to Southern Nazarene 63-47 on Saturday. Marlton's Tamiya Templeton had 7 points and 2 rebounds in the loss for the Reddies. University of the Ozarks women's team picked up a 70-63 win over Concordia College on Saturday. Sega Hearts Mackenzie Greason had 7 points, 2 rebounds, and 2 steals in that game for the Lady Eagles. Warner's Caleb Squire scored 15 points for the Hendricks College men's team on Friday in the Warriors' 87-73 loss to Sewanee College. The freshman topped that outing with a 17.7 rebound performance on Sunday and a 76-68 Warriors win over Center College. Look at weather now on this Monday, and we've got humidity at 100% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.29 inches. Low temperature this morning, 28 degrees. High yesterday was 58. A year ago today, the low was 33 with a high of 50. 
No rain over the weekend at KVOM. Total for the year remains at 1.96 inches. Sunset this evening is 516. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 720. And forecast calls for decreasing clouds today. Afternoon high around 56 degrees. Mostly clear tonight with a low around 37. Mostly sunny tomorrow. High near 61. Then in the upper 60s near 70 for the high on Wednesday. Before we do have a chance of rain. About 60% coming on Wednesday night. Right now we've got some fog in the area. 31 degrees in Marlton. As we approach... 749 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning Newswatch, the podcast edition.